0: Hi, I'm Rebecca Fleetwood-Hesson. I am the CEO of Live, and I'm also the host of Rise and Thrive Indianapolis. And we are getting ready to start recruiting for season three. I can hardly believe it. It just keeps getting better every year. So we're going to start in late October this year and run through mid-April of next year with our big event, Stand Tall and Your Story, taking place on March the 8th, which is International Women's Day. And we would love for you to be a part of this experience. This is for seven women over seven months to meet monthly and really dig in and discover your authentic and unique gifts, talents, and abilities so you can use them with great intention in your career as a leader. So we only have five spots open this year, though. We have someone who's already committed, and we also have our faithful sponsors at Gibson Insurance who are, again this year, sponsoring our nonprofit leader. And so we're going to have a separate application process for that. We're going to ask people to submit their applications to be chosen as the nonprofit leader, um, which I'm excited about. And we'll get more information out to you about that shortly. But if you're interested in being a part of this year's Rise and Thrive, hit the button and let's schedule some time for an info interview. Just a chance for me to get to know you, you get to know me and what this experience is all about and see if this is a good time and a good fit for you. All right. Hit the button. Can't wait to chat. Make it a great day. I'm not coming down. I never it on the ground. I'm not down. I want to go higher, higher, higher than
1: that. Hello, this is Rebecca Fleetwood Hessian, host of the Badass Women's Council podcast. And I'm super glad that you're here. We provide reflection and connection for the high-achieving career woman. So after the episode, we'll give you a couple of reflection questions, things to ponder as a result of the episode, and then jump into the online community, community, where you can continue the conversation. We have a weekly session where you can come in and discuss the things from our reflection questions. And then there's some other cool stuff in there as well. You can join the Badass Masterclass monthly subscription. There's some classes in there you can take. Come on over. You'll meet some cool people. All right, here we go with today's episode.
0: And I'm not coming down.
1: That's right. Rise and Thrive Indianapolis starts in October. Today's episode, we're going to talk about a couple of the topics that we cover in Rise and Thrive. One of them is burnout. And you may have seen on my website and a lot of my social media that one of the things that I am about is banning burnout. Three things, ban burnout, build community, and boost business. And they're all connected. But this idea of burnout has become one of those topics that we throw the word around. But what's really interesting about burnout is it's very personal. It looks different in everyone. And preventing it is what I really care about is that you build a life and a career that you don't ever have to get there. You can have a little doldrum or you can have a dip, but you don't get to actual burnout. And the reason that burnout is very personal and looks different in everyone is because we as humans are very unique in fact, I like to separate our career and business conversations into two columns to make sure that we have the context for this because it's important. On one side, because business is human. And you, if you listen to this podcast, you've heard me say it time and time and time again, which repetition is good. <laughs> business is human. So on the business side of things, we think of two columns. Business is trying to control, measure, and optimize the growth of the organization, the profitability of the organization. Those are good business practices. You should have systems and processes and goals and strategies to do that. But on the other column, humans are personal, emotional, and social. We are different down to our fingerprints. And so even though we have definitions for things like burnout from the World Health Organization, We all experience it very differently, very personally, emotionally, and socially. So for some, burnout might look like, I'm just going to shut down. I'm overwhelmed or I'm bored. Either one could be true. It could be just overwhelmed to the point of shutting down or just not really feeling any sense of well-being or value or relevance, so so you shut down. Um for some burnout might look like I'm quitting next week and I'm going to buy a van and refurb it and go move out west and live off the land. Yeah, a lot of people are doing that. In fact, I've looked into s- some of this and and the industries that support um refurbing these vans to do this are so overwhelmed. It's taking 9 months to a year to even get um a van if you want to quit and do that. So Either of those could be burnout for you. It's very personal. And so what we look at at Rise and Thrive is how can you build a life and career that is personal, emotional, and social? So you are building a career that's based on your uniqueness. You're building a career where you can really identify the value, the worth, your relevance inside of your career so that you don't necessarily have to quit or check out. But you can look at your own circumstances and say, okay, what's going to be best for me? And that's sometimes hard to do on our own. It's really hard to just go away with a journal and figure life out. It's much better to work in community with a group of people that you trust so that you can hold up the mirror and help somebody else see themselves more clearly. And so that's why we do Rise and Thrive as a small group or community. Um, but one of the things I want to ask you, as possibly a leader or in an organization, or at least somebody that's influencing others in your organization, is if You can see burnout in yourself and could you recognize it in others? So are you able to look out with the people that you work with and think, gosh, I wonder if they're on the verge of checking out or fleeing and getting out of here? You know, what are the signs? Because it is very personal and as leaders today, it's our responsibility to take care of the humanity aspect of our business, not just the control, measure, and optimize. So would you recognize burnout in yourself and could you recognize it in your team?
0: And I'm not coming down.
1: When I work with my clients, I want them to discover their unique personal story so they can then stand tall in that story and live a life full of soul and emotions and their natural curiosity about their unique gifts, talents, and abilities so they can live a thriving life because our brains are hardwired for stories and our brain wants us to thrive. So I help my clients tap into that. And I also have a sponsor for this podcast called Storybook, which is a unique and innovative platform that helps you bring your company stories to life by tapping into the emotional flow and the natural curiosity that we have about your products and services. So check them out. You can go to my website, wethrive.live, click on the Stand Tall in Your Story link and see the kind of work they're doing for us, or go to their site, cantaloupe.tv, and there's hundreds of stories there that they've created that you can experience. Check them out. We're so grateful to work with them and for them to sponsor the podcast.
0: And I'm not coming down
1: Okay, the second thing I want to talk about that's related, and it's something that we, we spend a lot of time on in Rise and Thrive, is: how can you combine the human needs with the business needs in a really meaningful way? Because every business owner, every leader, is trying to figure out how to engage their team to grow the business. Well, what if we could equip each person to know how they are personally accountable, responsible, engaged, excited about growing the business? What if every single person on your team could describe the way they contribute to the bottom line of the business? without listing their role and responsibilities. Because roles and responsibilities are an important part of the control, measure, and optimize, right? It's how we organize the business. But if we're going to honor that each one of us is unique then let's just take an example of a role in an organization. Let's say you're a CSR, customer service representative. So there's number one is part of the problem is we have acronyms and shortcuts for everything. And it really diminishes our humanity to say we are a string of letters, um, not even a f- worthy of pronouncing the entire um, role. But if you're a customer service representative, by the sheer nature of the title, your responsibilities are to service the customer. And while I'm sure there are company expectations on what that looks like, if you take two individuals with the same title, the same role, the same list of responsibilities, each of them is going to approach it a little bit differently based on their unique personality personal, emotional, and social. So they're going to come to this role and they're going to say, okay, here's what I'm responsible for, but how I do it hopefully represents who they are as a human, because that's a big part of engagement. That's a big part of banning burnout is do I feel like a human at work? Because we're not machines here to produce. We're humans here to have value, relevance, and impact. So if you've got two customer service representatives, each approaching their work based on their own uniqueness, but knowing what the goals and the expectations are to deliver for the organization, could they describe their role and the value that they provide without just saying, hi, I'm Sue, I'm a CSR for ABC Company. Y'all, that's so lackluster. There's zero inspiration in that. What if Sue understood both the company story, why the company matters, who it serves, the customer story, what problems is she there to solve for the customer? What impact does the company have on the customers that she's serving? And she also knew the money-making model of the business. From a really basic perspective. I mean, y'all, you don't have to be a a CFO or have a finance degree to understand the basics of business. Let me just break it down for you. This is the case whether you're a for profit, non profit, doesn't matter. There are ways that money comes into the business through sales, through fundraising, whatever it may be. But every organization has a way that money comes into the business and then money gets spent. There's expenses. In fact, your salary, your paycheck is an expense. Until you add value above and beyond what you're being paid, you are an expense. And then what's ever left after expenses either gets reinvested back into the business or distributed among the employees, whatever it may be. So money comes in, money goes out, and then something happens with what's left over. What if Everybody in your organization knew the basics of the money-making model so that they could describe how their role impacts both the company story, the customers, and the bottom line. So what if Sue, as a customer service representative, was being introduced somewhere and they said, hey, what do you do? And she said, hey, I'm Sue. I'm responsible for a large group of people in the trucking industry that have equipment that we service. And I make sure that everything that happens in in their business keeps them safe and on the road, because the more I can keep them safe and on the road, the more money they can make. And it's really up to me to make sure that they have all their needs met. I'm just spitballing here, making stuff up from one industry to the next. But Can you imagine how much more engaged and how much more invested people would be if they knew their value, relevance, and impact, not just their list of responsibilities and their title? I mean, think about your role in the organization. Could you introduce yourself right now and describe the value, relevance, and impact that you provide to your organization? Could you describe the value that you provide to the bottom line of the business? Those are the things that we talk about in Rise and Thrive. Those are the things that we talk about in my coaching sessions. Those are the things that I talk about in keynote speeches. I care deeply that when a person comes into an organization, they know why they matter, and they're able to use their own autonomy. They're able to make choices every day that allow them to grow, but also to help the business grow. So if you are here in Indianapolis, a career woman here in Indianapolis, and want to dig into these kinds of conversations and spend seven months with a group of six other amazing women, we'd love for you to schedule some time to chat about that. And if you're looking to book keynote speeches or engage in some coaching conversations about these things, y'all, hit me up. All right. Thanks so much. Make it a great day. Here are your two reflection questions for this episode. The first one is, would you recognize burnout in any of your team or the colleagues that you have today? Maybe it's your customers. Maybe it's your family. Would you recognize burnout in someone else? Your second reflection question is, could you introduce yourself based on the value relevance and impact that you have to the other humans in and around you in the business and also to the bottom line and the growth. Thanks so much for being here. And please join the online community at community, where we can continue the conversation and you can meet other badass high achievers like you. Thanks so much. Make it a great day. If you like the music for the podcast, go to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your music, and look up Cameron Hessian Clouds. You can download the full song there. He's got some other stuff out there as well. And y'all, he's my son. It'd be great if you'd go and download some of his stuff. I'm not coming
0: down. I never liked it on the ground. I'm not coming down.